Hey, it's Adrian. Just before we get you to this episode, do me a favor and head over to pageantlaunch.com. We are starting the world's first dedicated pageant review site to make the pageant industry safe, transparent, and fair. Three things that I know it is most of the time, but it's not like that all of the time. So head over to pageantlaunch.com, enter your email address, it's completely free, and let's get you to this episode. Has everyone memorized our intro jingle now? <laughs> yeah. Is it time for a new intro jingle? It might be. It might be. It might be. <laughs> okay. Guys, welcome to Pageants and PJs episode, episode, episode 46. Our special guest for this week is um, Daniel. Why don't you introduce our special guest and then you can dive straight into the special bond that <laughs> well, tonight we have the myth, the legend that is Claire Beebe. Woo! <laughs> she is the reigning Ms. Cumbria Galaxy. That, that's right. That's have right. Or that, that's the one. Yeah, I was going to say, have you had your email yet? But you wouldn't have had an email because you yeah. was first runner up, which means you instantly get a... So oh, yeah, next year. place for next year. So yeah, so I've actually been on a holly, you know, totally patient, and I've been like, holly, that's <laughs> <laughs> <Once laughs> <my> email. <laughs> but yeah, not long now. All right, so I've done the intro. Adrian, I'll let you carry on with your job now. Are you waiting for me to show to... the scar? Do you want the scar? Yes, no, please. we're not gonna. This is not Rose Danielle night tonight. I'm not having it. I'm excited. Didn't you get it. the memo? It's not, ha- it's not happening. It's Didn't not happening. You ha- get the okay. memo. Okay, well, I, I'm gonna clear things up now before you guys paint me out to be a bad guy. So there that is would a be story. a really funny time to mute Danielle and actually tell no, us the don't truth. You dare. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Danielle, clear the air once and for all. Go for it. So as we all know, Claire was my first runner-up this year. The my fabulous, amazing first runner-up. And um, in that moment where we didn't know who was going to win, um, it was obviously very a tense moment. And um, when the announcement was made, my knees got a little bit weak, shall we say? Uh, and I was adamant that I was not going to have the squatting photo. You all know what I'm talking about. So as my as my knees got everyone weak, loves a good squat. I counterbalanced myself, and as Claire so lovingly was going, coming in to embrace me, I then remembered to put the energy through my legs, and I accidentally headbutted. Claire in the chin. It wasn't hard, guys, Claire. There was no scar. There was no blood. And I instantly afterwards felt terrible and I grabbed Claire's face. And that's why there is a picture of me grabbing Claire's face. It looks like I'm about to kiss her. We're not about to kiss. Like this. Because I'm going, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And that was my first word said. I'm so sorry. 
Claire, how much of that is the truth? The none of it. No, I'm joking. No, I'm joking. No, I'm joking. Do you know what? I've I've been thinking to myself. Either you know, <laughs> is it a good thing that I wasn't bitter? Because if she'd have done that, and then I'd you would have gone. Like, but at the same time, maybe if I had been a bit bitter, I wouldn't have embraced you, and I wouldn't have got like headbutted in the first place. So you know, it's maybe my own fault. <laughs> but Claire, Claire is a um a wrestling fan. She loves the Bella Twins, and I'm just thinking, if you had been bitter and then she hit you, been, yeah. you could have gone to town on her. She yeah. would have smacked attack. <laughs> you just get a chair. You should just get a chair and start smacking people. All right, just because we can. I actually have an IGTV of Daniel um, Daniel's crowning moment, so I don't know if it has the headbutt in it, but let's have a look, and you guys can be the judge for yourself. Let's hope this works. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It all happened so far, so I'm bending down. Like, well, my knees are going, oh, no, bobbed. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> and Hang on. Did I miss the headbutting bit? Yeah, I think you did. Just, the just head before head's been. crouched up. Hang on. Okay, so your head's down now. Yeah, just <laughs> then. Just then, I dip. There's Daniel going into a squat. There. Stop myself from squat, and then boom. Oh, that's. I thought it was a lot more dramatic than that. It was just a little. See? That's so disappointing. Wasn't at the time. Right. <laughs> I, I, I'm not. I'm, I'm going to Photoshop that so it looks a lot more violent than that. Yeah, bear in mind, I just lost as well. So I know. Oh. I was even worse. Going like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. This is the worst thing. <laughs> oh, I feel so bad. Something to and be said about is, bad losers. <laughs> the thing is, because I'm so used to like losing, I know how you feel in that moment. And then the last thing you want is to be nutted by the winner as well. So I was like, oh my God, I feel so terrible. Nutted? That's the thing. Nutted. I've never really considered first runner up as being a loser. I always feel like it's such a huge achievement still. Well, it's second, right? I mean, first runner yeah. up. I mean, you can there's a lot. You can call it loser or you can call yeah. it second. I mean, there's a big difference in how you yeah. look at it. It's like whenever you play Monopoly and you pick up the card that says, you have won a second prize in a beauty contest, collect 10 points. <laughs> and I'm like, yay! And I'm always that. the one that doesn't get that card. And I go, yeah, because I got first. Do you ever get that card? <laughs> I don't play Monopoly because Monopoly for me always ends badly. <laughs> Having a tantrum, <laughs> upending the board and throwing people, throwing people, throwing bits around, accusing people of cheating. <laughs> throwing people. <laughs> I've got no wrestling on my mind. No. <laughs> We're not going there again this week. No. Going where? Throwing people. Throwing people. <laughs> what did I throw? Did I throw someone last week? No, you didn't throw anyone last week. No. It, I think it was the discussion we had offline. Yeah. Which you might later remember. I am now at the stage <laughs> where I've interviewed so many people and I've done so many podcasts that I can actually watch them back and be surprised because I have no idea what's coming up. Like I, I can't remember. Like I that was that was me doing that interview. Like I don't remember being there. So well, I, I can say one word and you'll remember. No, don't say it. What if it begins with C <laughs> and ends in <laughs> Hiki? Don't you no, dare. No. <laughs> What? Don't say it. 
What's the word? Velcro. What? Velcro. What? Ow! Oh! <laughs> did you see that? I, I knocked ooh, the glasses she really she did. She went, ooh. <laughs> and Claire gets her revenge. You haven't dipped the tooth there, have you? That no, was I'm loud. Good. I'm good. Someone's uh, got strong I've matches. got strong teeth. You, don't test them out. Chloe, what was the word? I still haven't heard it. <gasps> Velcro. Velcro? Yeah. I don't was know. Was we in this conversation? <laughs> yeah, we in this. Yeah. We'll, we'll remind you later. Yeah. I'm so confused right now. <laughs> um, okay, just guys, carry on with this the is, show. Is this like hashtag private joke? Like it must be because I don't care. What is it that was. private? There, he don't even know. <laughs> it's just between me and Chloe now. Yeah. <laughs> anyway guys um for you watching at home if you have any questions for claire um or any of us or any comments in general or you want danielle to bang her teeth again let us know <laughs> no no well, i can't break these you've already won you don't need your teeth anymore um claire do you want to catch us up with what's been happening in your busy life since geez i interviewed you last time which would have been months ago by now yeah um april it was Jeez. Um, Seems like so a lifetime ago. Yeah. Um, so, uh, like Danielle said, we're just waiting on the um, news of who's got through to the finals of Galaxy UK for next year. So, um, as I place runner up, I automatically get a place. And so, I've been obviously knowing that, I've been trying to be one step ahead and start prepping for that. Although appearances don't count. I've carried on with my old sash and been doing appearances. Um, I've got my shoot booked in with Charlotte Clemmy and the Glam Squad, which was meant to be end of this month, but obviously because of lockdown, it got cancelled. So I'll be booking again next year. Um, and I've been pageant training with um, the one and only Beth Parr with Queen Bee pageant training. So that is that's been so exciting because I've never done training before. I've never I didn't think I needed it. But after working with Beth, I did after. need it. <laughs> you did yeah, pretty I well did. last year without training. Yeah, first runner um, up without training. I was exactly the same. I think um, before Galaxy last year, I was just like, oh, I've been doing this for years, you know, like I know what I'm doing. Like I feel confident in myself. But actually to have another person give me like the cold, hard truth is just invaluable. Um, yeah, I trained with Maria and she was fantastic. And she was like, Danny, you're overcompensating. You're doing too much. It looks good, but for a judge, it's too much. You're trying too hard. Just refine it down. And that was my problem. And it took my, my coach to turn around and say, you're doing too much. Because we always think that we're not doing enough. And that mm -hmm. was my problem. So I've, I've had to learn to tone it down. <laughs> But Claire, what, what parts, um, for those of you who don't know, I think most people will know that Beth was the um, the reigning Ms. Uh, MS, Ms. Galaxy um, International, right? Oh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, am I going crazy? She was the yeah, international queen. Ms. Right? Ms. Galaxy International. Yeah. She was almost the first UK queen I think I interviewed. Might have, might have been, apart from Lauren Parkinson, but that, that was like 
cut two, two or three years ago when I was reaching out to everyone. Um, but Claire, what, what part have you been working on? Because as Chloe said, like first runner up without coaching, you obviously have done pretty well. So which parts have you been, um, have been getting coaching on? Um, well, pretty much everything. My interview, I, I'm just, I'm useless when it comes to interview. That's definitely the area that I really you can't be useless. On. Oh no, I am honestly. Like, it must have gone in, okay. Look, like I go in and I'm just like, blah, blah, blah. and I don't. I come out and I don't have a clue what I've said, or mm. and it, like. And I was sat. I was sat with Natalie and Danielle when we were having dinner, lunch when we were having food. Thank you. I love them. We're just like, oh yeah. Well, they asked me this and they asked me that, and you know, and I got this out and I managed to get the. And, and I was thinking, I don't have a clue what's just happened. Like, I, mm. how can you remember everything you? So it, that yeah. that I really needed help with, and now Beth sat me down and explained how to like approach the interview and how to you know get my points across. It it's like a, a whole different game now like it just mm. makes so much more sense and so you'll find she's training wise so she's trained she, she's helped you to get your answers across more succinctly rather than the yeah. rambling rather than yeah and you'll find you'll walk into that interview room with so much confidence now instead of you know for me i last year i was uh usually i would be really nervous and you know be really anxious and got no idea what was going to happen whereas um this year I walked into that room and I felt that I was in control because I knew what I wanted to get across and so you have that internal core confidence walking in there because you know the things that you want to go tick 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 I've got that out this is who I am and you can be the best version of yourself because you prepared and that's something that I never did before. Like, and we've been in this industry for how long? And I'm only just now learning how to deliver a well thought out interview. Yeah. Um, so next year, you'll walk into that interview room with a complete different aura about you. See, the, the, th the thing I worried about was I never wanted to do interview training because I, I worried that I'd go in and I'd be like a robot. Yeah, so I've, I've always tried to swerve it a little bit, but the way Beth mm. explained it all to me, I'm like, well, yeah, that really does make sense. Yeah, you're I... such a sweet and bubbly person, you don't want to lose that. <laughs> Go in, be you, but be the best version of you. I think this is a hypothesis that I've just come up with in my head, so it's probably completely off base. But I think the way that interview training goes, so initially most people are just kind of all over the place and they ramble a bit too much, especially when they're a bit nervous. Under pressure, a lot of people just start rambling. Then you get training and you become a little too robotic. Your aunt has yeah. become too rehearsed and doesn't get you don't get the chance to show who you really are. But then with even more practice on top of that, I think that's when you really get to the point where you know how to not ramble but you can still improvise and still be yourself. I, I think that's the path it goes. So I think you go from absolute rambling to now I sound a bit too robotic to now I actually know what I'm doing. Um, at least that's that's what I, the, the, the queens that I've interviewed who have done really well in interview, they've just done hours and hours of training. Like even if it's not actual training, it might be public speaking, it might be appearing on podcasts. And you can just tell I me, mean, what did they say? Like it takes 10,000 hours or something to master a new skill. You can just tell they've sunk a lot of hours into it. So um, stick, with, stick with the training because I think once you get over that little hump, 
then the person that comes out will have the best of both worlds. That's my hypothesis yeah. anyway. Uh, Julie Riley Claire has said, Claire, you look stunning, sweetheart. Love you. Love you. Oh, <laughs> proud. And then um, Elizabeth is, has tuned in as always. Evening, everyone. Um, so that that's Claire. She's been doing training. Have you hit the gym again? Because obviously last year I still remember you being in crazy, crazy shape. So has that begun again? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> lockdown. Adrian, lockdown. Lock well, um, how much of a difference has that made to you? Because i got to say, the shape you were in last year, well, this year, was phenomenal. <laughs> I know, it's crazy. Yeah. It doesn't feel like this year, does it? Not anymore, no. no. So, Claire, you haven't hit the gym again yet? No, not yet. I, I will once um, things are a little bit more normal, hopefully, and once I've my place is all confirmed and then I'll I'll start but at the minute I just find it like because I'm working at home I'm finding it a little bit difficult not to keep visiting the fridge yeah oh me too (laughs) me too I'm like send an email get a snack send an email get a snack (laughs) always like the crisps or the chocolate (laughs) okay well that's Claire caught up Chloe, what's been going on for you over the last week, apart from yeah. Christmas? Well, no, I've been good, I promise, <laughs> sometimes. Well, I, I suppose when you are working at home, it is hard to be good all the time. Um, so I've been doing little tasks for Mission Universe Ireland. I've been filming a few videos that I sent in, sent a few pictures in. So we have some exciting tasks coming up, which is good fun. And then it's just really working from home and trying to not get that seasonal affective disorder and just trying to keep busy. And it's, it's, it's hard when you have two dogs that won't go for a walk. Do you know, I have to go for a walk by myself because my dogs won't come out on the leaves. They'll play in the garden, but they won't come out a walk. I'm dragging the two of them along. They're the two laziest dogs you'll ever meet. And I'm stuck going on walks by myself. So yeah. <laughs> Hang, on. Hang on. You you take them for a walk or they don't walk? They won't walk. I'll put the lead on them and then I'll drag them along. Paris won't walk at all. She makes me lift her. Ruffles will walk a couple of steps and then he'll make me drag him along. Yeah. What Why? sort of dogs are they? <sighs> She's a Maltese and he's a Lassap. So he's he's quite old in fairness to him, but she is just yeah. a little princess. She won't walk. She's a brat. You spoiled her. You need to (laughs) discipline her. Take her for a run. Get her running. Oh, but she's got little legs. Well, then take her for a walk. You walk and that'll be a jog for her. No, but she won't do it. She makes me pick her up. How can she make it? What does she do? Like, if you don't pick her up, what is she going to do? She She stands stands on on two legs. If you keep walking, she won't be able to stand on two legs. And then you're dragging her along the floor. She will not walk. <laughs> Literally, because that's what I, a cat I does. Swear, if you've ever tried I, I, walking a cat on a leash, I swear. my cat falls over on his side, and then you drag him along behind you, and he's like a mop. Does I'm she do that? footage of it. Like, see, with, with Ruffles, he will bless him. He does a few steps, but then he does. He gets tired, which is understandable that's because he's old. he's old. Yeah, yeah but, but at least he gives it a shot. But she yeah. will not walk at all 
and she's getting dragged along the floor and then I feel guilty and have to pick her up. Just keep dragging. You'll be fine. She'll get the she'll get the oh. hint sooner rather than later. Okay. Well, and those two are like running amok whilst you're trying to work from home, are they? Yeah. Yeah. Bless them. It's, they're they're so sweet. They're adorable little dogs. But yeah, it's it's when I want to get out because I do live in the countryside as well. So it'd be quite lonely. So I just tend to go walks by myself because my dogs won't walk with me. <laughs> oh dear. Oh dear, you might as well have gotten yourself a cat. A cat won't go for a walk, but a cat cat can keep itself entertained more so than a dog. So anyway, um, <laughs> how, how are you finding working from home? Yeah, I actually changed my setup today. I um, got a super long Ethernet cable so that I can work from my room. I felt quite guilty as I was working from the kitchen beforehand. And I felt guilty when my parents were having to come into the kitchen and they were interrupting my calls and stuff. So I set up in my room and yeah, it's it's going well there and I feel less guilty and yeah, it's been it's been good. Off to a positive start this week. Well, at least you didn't have someone trying to roll out pasta behind you in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I I I remember one time I was doing an interview and um <laughs> My dad was practicing for his scuba certification, like the diving, and he was practicing in the pool. So he went downstairs, but you can see like that, that behind me was open. Um, and he he walked downstairs and you could see him. He was just in his swimmers, but he had the scuba mask on and the, the snorkel and he was carrying flippers. And I was in the middle of an interview and you just see this guy walking along in the background. And I'm just like. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. Oh, when yeah. I tell you, when I tell you that I've seen everything, <laughs> I'm not exaggerating. I think I've pretty much seen it all. Nothing's going to surprise me. So as I told Claire, if a child starts screaming, I'll just take it all on my stride and be like, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Doesn't even register as an issue anymore for me. Uh, so Claire and Chloe, both working from home. Ms. Danielle, Miss mm -hmm. 5 a.m. Yeah, still on What's the 5 a.m. Still on the 5 a.m. crew. Um, getting up, trying to be as productive as, productive as possible, um, running every day, um, trying to motivate my sister queens. Not that many of them need motivating much, but just checking once a week with them every Monday. I'm starting to set them new tasks. I was going to say, did you set them like homework? Did you set them homework? I'm not calling it homework. They don't have to do it. I just thought it'd be a nice <laughs> idea to do like a little fun thing each week that I would check in with on Monday morning. And um, this week's task, I set the girls, I mean, they don't have to do it. They can just completely yeah. ignore me, um, is to write down a goal for the week. And they don't have to share what the goal is. Um, something, something they can accomplish in that week. And then once they do it, they just need to put a green tick in the group. Um, when they've done it and once they've done it to keep that um, goal and I said to write it down somewhere you're going to see it often so you might put a post-it note on your mirror or put it as your backdrop on your phone or get creative with it um, and every time you see that post-it note or you know thing that you've written down you give yourself a little pat on the back that you've done it already so it's so, kind of cheesy it's kind of cute 
And I'm going to try and come up with something new every single Monday for us girls to do. But Beth outed me. Like, this is not something that I was planning on sharing with the world. It was just, like, something that I thought would be cute for us to do in our little WhatsApp group chat. But, yeah, Beth outed me on that one. So. <laughs> Beth Blissett, Beth not Beth Parr, right? You're talking about yeah, Beth, Beth Blissett, the team Beth Yeah, yeah team, team UK, Team Galaxy UK. Yeah. So, Danielle, I, does it... Chloe, go. Um, does your 5am crew do the cold showers yeah we don't but we could mm -hmm. incorporate that we have um six practices that we do we do uh, meditation it, it mm -hmm. can be in a random order but this is usually the order i do it meditation reading uh visualizations affirmations um journaling which i'm not very good at so i plan my day in that 10 minutes and then the final 10 minutes is exercise but i tend to do that later on in the morning um just when the mm -hmm. sun's come up and I, like when it's a bit brighter to go for a run um but yeah. they're the six things that we do it's ideal that you spend 10 minutes on each I mean, you could spend 20 minutes on your exercise and just do five minutes worth, worth of affirmations and visualizations because you don't necessarily need a whole 10 minutes to do that. Um, yeah. But it's basically those six practices every single morning. Um, you can, you know, add in your own things as well. Like I've been adding coffee as my first practice <laughs> before I do my meditation. <laughs> um, uh, so most mornings I add a gratitude list in there as well, just to kind of get that mentality of feeling grateful yeah. in the morning really helps boost um, my mood. Yeah. But yeah, we've got yeah, a new I've member. Seen... Amazing. Yeah, Obviously, seen... your, your mornings are just the complete opposite to mine. <laughs> you have children though. <laughs> That's but, unfair. <laughs> but one of our members does have two two children also, um, and we have another member joining us tomorrow. So that's Rachel Heslop, Mum in the North. Oh, yeah. On yeah, but she sounds Instagram. like she's so organised, and so like I'm in awe of Rachel. Like the amount yeah. she does, and pageants, and works, and has the kids. I'm just like, how do you do it? Like I, I feel. This, um, the, the feedback that I've had from um, mums that have done this, um, a lot of mums, I think your evenings when the children have gone to bed, that tends to be like your time. Whereas um, mums that have been doing this, their time has become the morning part before the kids get up uh, and they can get so much done in that time that they don't have to worry about doing certain things later on in the day. Um, so that's the feedback that I've had from mums that have tried it. And also Rachel is a mum of two too. So, mm. oh, so come, I've got on, Claire. <laughs> come on, Claire. Get to bed early and get up early. I'll, I'm gonna have, well, I'm already up early. I'm already up this at six. True. So it's like... I'm trying to cheat Guys, I think, I think my laptop might be coming down with a virus. It's got all these pop-ups. I don't know if you can hear that pinging noise. No. Mm -hmm. It's like doo doo doo, and like these random advertisements for bananas and stuff keep coming up. <laughs> bananas? It's not really yeah. manufacturing, is it? No, no, there's one for cars. Um, <laughs> I think your laptop has Corona. Uh, um, I robot a robot vacuum. Okay. Oh my wow. goodness! Just close it. Oh my goodness! Walmart. Okay. Yeah, it's bananas in a pot with boiling water. I don't know why, but. The same advertisements keep coming up. <laughs> what have you signed up to? I was going to say, what have you been going on? 
I think it's probably the browser. If you if you try and keep them closed or um, later, I can show you how to kill the pop-ups because you can actually tell because when the advertisements popped up, your video quality dropped because those advertisements were eating up all your bandwidth. So you were quite clear before, but now you've gone all fuzzy. Um, Claire, I refuse to believe you're disorganized. You you can't you can't have done everything you've done so far this year and be completely disorganized. Uh, you, you're exaggerating. I'm, I'm I'm horrendous. Like my Galaxy experience, literally, I don't know how I, I managed to get there and get everything. I was like Danielle. I was putting my appearances together the night before. I I forgot my glue, so <laughs> I um, had to put my pictures on my forms with double sided sticky tape. <laughs> but didn't come and use my printer. Well, I see, I didn't know that. No, she couldn't because we didn't have a cable. This is true. We had to go and get a cable. <laughs> I, I I'm confused. That morning. Did you guys have to print out all your appearances and put it on a board or something? Yeah, oh, you like put them in a book. Oh, that makes sense. Well, I mean, that's not the complete story. So I flew in in March, as you know, Chloe. And then um, this lady here um, picked me up from, from the airport. That was all well and good. And it was the day before she was um, having to go on stage and she hadn't actually done her forms yet and she needed to print them out and she thought she'd been clever, clever by bringing a printer, a Wi-Fi printer. She didn't have a cable and Wi-Fi printers don't work like that. They need a connection. So my first excursion in the UK was to go buy a printer cable. It was a really expensive one too. It was. It was yeah, <laughs> the things you do for presents. <sighs> Spend thirty pounds on a cable. Oh God! So yeah. obviously the 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 Miz the Miz people like to to come first and second. Organization is not not Ash not needed. No, it's not, not needed. Not a requirement. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are the champions of just making it up on the spot. Which, to be fair, is an actual like that's an actual skill as well. When things don't go according to plan, a lot of people just collapse and panic. So obviously mm -hmm. you two know how to just get on with it, um, which is a very big skill to have. Uh, Annette Twentyman, Claire, has said, Claire, so proud. I'm your biggest fan mum. Oh, oh that's my so mama. cute. <laughs> hey, mum. That's so pretty. Um, Honestly, she's, she's so great. She's the biggest, like, my biggest fan. But she said next year she's not coming to watch because she can't handle it anymore. <laughs> oh, oh, my mum. My mum also said the same, and she didn't come, and I won. So might might be lucky. <laughs> That's like saying your mum's a bad luck charm. If you don't yeah. come, it's lucky, which means your mum's a bad luck charm. <laughs> yeah, can you imagine? Excuse oh. me, could you just maybe not not come? <laughs> I couldn't do that. My mum was like, Dan, I've had enough. I can't <laughs> do it anymore. I ain't coming this time. I'm really sorry. Good luck. I was like, cheers, mum. Thanks. <laughs> and I called her. I was like, mum, guess what? She was like, I won. You won. I saw it on Facebook. Well done. I was like, <laughs> cheers. I wonder if she was watching my stream because I was streaming from there. My my arms are still sore from holding Maybe. I don't know. She probably was just refreshing my page. She's old school. She's probably just refreshing my page to see if I've been tagged in anything. <laughs> She's, She's not like, yeah, you are. I know. I've seen it on Facebook. That is so funny. I know. Old news. Yeah. I know. Claire 
Annette has said, I will be there. Oh, oh. That's it. You've got it in writing now. It's, it's saved. You can't go back yep. and oh. word now. It's live. It's, it's out there for all eternity. Claire, I've asked a few people this. How does it feel re-entering when you've been first runner-up? Because I've always thought of it as probably the hardest one to do because there's only one way up and everything else is kind of not up, which we might call down. Does that phase you at all or is that not a consideration? It wasn't. But the more I, I think about re-entering, I do keep having like little wobbles because I've never, that's like the highest I've ever placed. I've always came like yeah. top five and I've never got to that point where I'm in the last two. So for me, that moment, like that was, I'd felt like I'd won because, yeah. so I wasn't got, like, I was just buzzing because I was up there and, you know, I'd got to do something I'd never done before. And I've been competing for 10 years. So like that is, Oh, wow. Like it was just everything, so yeah. So, and and it's not till now that I've decided. You know, I'm definitely re-entering. I'm definitely going. That I'm like, oh well, what what if I don't get to that? Is it going to bother me? Am I going to be? Mm. Am I going to enter with a different mindset because I came first? I don't know. It's a bit. See, I enter because I just love it. I do just love it. I, and I, I'm not well, win or lose. Like I, I always have a blast. And that's why I love Galaxy so much. Because yeah. It is, it's just the whole year, the whole run up's just so much fun. So I've just got what? to blank that out and pretend that like last year didn't happen. This is a fresh one. Go again. What other pageant systems have you competed in, Claire? Um, so I've competed in Galaxy three times. Yeah. I've competed in Intercontinental, um, International, okay. Miss GB. So I competed in Miss International, oh, wow. Miss Intercontinental three times. Um, That's and, incredible. And technically the year that I competed when it, they just started International along with mm -hmm. Intercontinental, I was actually too old for in, International. So I didn't qualify oh, for no. that, only Intercontinental. But um, yeah, and it, that's another thing as I like, I, I like, I've always placed top five. And I always think if I had entered the years that they'd done the power pageant, yeah, I'd have, I'd have been, I'd have had the crown by now. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> but you know, things happen for a reason, don't they? And obviously, it's just it's not my time yet. Well, I mean, if anyone Claire can help you with that, it's that one there. I mean, she's competed for ten years, and she often says that she's lost a lot more times than she's won. <laughs> so, if you need any like emotional support as to what it feels like to go through yeah. that journey. To just just talk to that one. that one i try not to think about the placing yeah. too much like you just have to know that you've done everything in your power in the run-up to um get across to everyone that you are deserving of it and then the rest of it is just fun like yeah like, don't stress like, yourself out too much with the placing part of it just enjoy it i was i was ready to be your first runner-up in that moment as mm. well i was just like there's, it there's a could clip. go either way. There's a clip. I think it's like the Galaxy Highlights. And you can see there's me and you, and we're like holding hands, and we're going, it's you. No, it's you. It's no, it's you. you. It's no, you. No, it's you. <laughs> we bonded so much during that day as well, because we um, I feel like we hadn't really spoken much in the run-up. And I'd spoken to a lot of the other Miss girls, but I don't know. I just had this like mag magnetism to you. I felt like because obviously we've both been in this industry for a long time and I've got so much respect for you 
and then like your banter just came out and I was just like right I'm sticking with this one she's cool <laughs> and we did we had so much fun even backstage with the madness we even like were dressed as the bloody bride and groom <laughs> and that was, that I was saw so that funny. one where Danielle's like kneeling you're kneeling looking like no, you're proposing I was kneeling, right? no, she was, and she oh, was you the tightest yeah. sequin suit and I was just like, like I oh, couldn't oh, bend oh, God, don't rip it don't rip it don't rip it <laughs> And that was, a, that was one of my favourite pictures. And you can even see, um, I think there's Rachel in the background smiling as well. It was just a really nice moment. Yeah. It's really cute. We had some banter backstage, which was really, which is really important. So, yeah. I think we did all day. Though. It was, like you said, it was strange because, like, we've both been in pageants for 10 years now. We've never really. Um, <laughs> yeah, there we go. That's it. Oh, <laughs> so cute. <laughs> Yeah, you, you can see my Horror knees are actually on the ground because I could not get any further. That looks really tight. <laughs> that was a tight suit. Yeah. I wouldn't be bending down any more than that. And you're doing yeah. it in those heels. Jeez, that's that's yeah. some quad strength and core strength right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, memories. But yeah, like me and Dan, like we've never really spoken, even in the 10 years and the year that, um, Danielle handed over her grand title. I was one of the judges on the power pageant. So we have like crossed, but we've never really mm. spoke. And then that day, mm. like we saw each other and it was as if we'd always been friends. Like, no, it was yeah. Like, it was the strangest thing, wasn't it? We were just like, really hi. Is. And then that was the, the rest is history. And I was like, how's the kids? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's weird isn't it? when you meet your when you meet like soul sisters that even though you might not have like yeah. spoken to them much but you just vibe with people yeah i think everyone that i've interviewed in pageants has certain people that they've connected with more so than others obviously you make a lot of acquaintances then yeah. you make some friends and then you meet some people who you just you know you're going to stay in touch with hopefully for the rest of your life i mean chloe is very close with nadia who we had on last week um, yeah, it's got to be one of the best things about pageantry is the people you meet. I'm just noticing that Claire's coffee mug. We're doing the branding today. I've got the Galaxy International. Oh. Claire has a queen. Hey. Oh wow! There she is. Beth's got merch. That's my girl. <laughs> Love that. I'm just here with my pint of Ribena. I have like a fancy lemon. <laughs> You're so bougie. <laughs> Chloe, did you not learn from last time you drank a carbonated drink? Whilst yeah, yeah, I did. A straw? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, but I don't want to damage my teeth, so I always drink um, any fizzy drink. No, I know, I know. I'm just saying through a straw, it carbonates it more. Yeah, so. yeah. So you'll see me muting a lot in the next five minutes. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, not sorry. <laughs> Just make sure you remember when it's muted and not, because if you get it wrong, we won't hear anything you say. All we'll hear is the burps. Fanta so just... limon. That's such a fancy. That's like my, my holiday drink. Me too. Yeah. Every time. Definitely. <laughs> well, on holiday, <laughs> working from home. Um, guys, how is, um, I'll go to Claire first. How, is, how have you been dealing with lockdown? Because here in Australia, to give you an idea, yesterday was 35 degrees Celsius. Ooh. out of nowhere it was just stinking hot which i'm glad for um but you guys obviously you're still in lockdown so claire how how has life been in lockdown for you this time around it's a 
not really affecting me as much because I'm still working from home and um, the kids are still at school and at nursery so there's we've still got that routine and that normality of you know it's just basically anything that's fun like going out for a meal or getting your nails mm. or your hair done that you can't do any of that um, mm. a lot of like all the supermarkets and everything are still open and um, it's a little bit a bit more miserable this time around because it's winter so where uh, before you could be out in the garden and doing the garden and you know the kids could be in the paddling pool and you can entertain them yeah. that way it's chucking it down with rain outside now so it's yeah not as great not paddling, not paddling pool weather at the moment in the uk well well i could try but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hypothermia. The paddling yeah. pool will probably be full as it is from rainwater, so it's there if you want it. <laughs> the weather-wise, Chloe, how are you doing? What, what's lockdown like where you're at? Are you locked down or not? Yeah, we're still locked down, but the hair salons and stuff open on Friday, so hopefully that paves the way for hopefully restaurants and stuff opening because. You do feel really bad for the local businesses as well. It must be so tough for them having to stay closed for so long. And then when they did open up, they'd obviously put the staff in, bought the stock in, just to be told that they were closing again. So, yeah. But then at the same time, you don't want to put the people at risk as well. So it's just kind of... <sighs> both sides. Yeah, I, I sympathise with both sides so much, but not even so much for me going out i don't even mind not going out or not going for dinner or anything like that but i just worry for the businesses and the people that's suffering because of that but yeah i just i just hope to see a change then yeah fingers crossed there was news yeah. i just read it this morning that another vaccine uh, I can't remember which uh, which pharmaceutical company, but they've announced that they've had a 95% efficacy 95%. rate. So there's a 90%, there's a 95%. So, mm -hmm. you know, all fingers crossed. Because at this stage, I was having this conversation with one of my friends. I don't think we can really rely on people to do the right thing because there's always going to be one person who's just selfish and does something stupid. And mm -hmm. unfortunately, with this virus being as contagious as it is, all it takes is one person to be selfish. And then a whole country mm -hmm. has to lock down again. So I really think at this rate, we're hanging for a vaccine before we can go anywhere near normal. So hopefully, fingers crossed, I do the testing and there's no ill side effects. But a 90% and a 95%, things are looking up towards the tail end of this year. Um, Daniel went to visit, speaking of small small businesses, um, as Daniel calls her, the sexy mechanic, otherwise known as <laughs> Olivia <laughs> Miss UK Galaxy, because um, her parents own an Italian restaurant um mm -hmm. which is amazing by the way i know i so want oh, to go because i so follow good. them and it's like the only restaurant i follow so i'll be i'll be looking 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 and then i'll see like spaghetti meatballs or lasagna and i'm like i'm like <laughs> start drooling <laughs> so yeah but they opened and then shut and then opened and they're like we're shut for take it's like oh, mm. I, feel I feel so sorry for olivia and her family they've gone for a real corona coaster with this um yeah so now it's having to get back to the deliveries and you know it's tough it's just yeah it's really tough so if you would like your pizza delivered by miss galaxy uk and you're in the school <laughs> in I just, can you imagine what it'd be like if you're if you're in glasgow and for you, you, 
I know. <laughs> you, she should do that. She should have done that for Halloween, worn her, her crown and sash, and then gone around doing pizza deliveries. Um, That's actually a great charity event, like for her to be delivering pizzas for charity. And then, actually, yeah. Yeah, in her crown. You could have it like a telethon. We could do a 24 hour telethon and see how many pizzas we can get delivered by pageant queens within 24 hours. <laughs> the to charity. I think that would actually work. Um, I know Olivia would be down for that. But Danielle, um, you're in Wales at the moment, right? So how's yeah. lockdown in Wales? Because it keeps getting me confused. So we've had England, we've had Ireland. What, what's happening in Wales? Wales is no longer in lockdown. Um, so our restaurants are opening back up. So we had a lockdown prior to England. Uh, it was a two-week lockdown. So right. we've had that. We opened up last week. Um, so I was able to go out for a nice dinner on Saturday. Sorry to rub it in, guys. But Aww. it was needed. <laughs> um, but other than that, um, I haven't really been out anyway. So I'm still considering myself in lockdown. The only places that I'm going are um, to Tesco to buy groceries and my runs. I'm not going anywhere else. Like I'm well overdue a haircut now. Like I can't remember the last time I had my haircut. Jesus. And my That's nails Please, can we just witness how bad my nails are? So I do actually need the nails are good in the light. It might be the light. I, yeah. know. I don't want to. I don't want to swear at the camera, but my two middle fingers are definitely popped off. I I, yeah. I painted mine in again. <laughs> <laughs> and there's there's some serious growth here. I've guys. just taken mine off. I've none. I've got the bare nails at the minute. I have the most sensitive nail beds as well. So. Sorry to get girly on you, Adrian, but um, no, no, like, no, no, no. I, got, like... I remember when I interviewed Imogen Chapman and she said how much she hated getting her nails mm -hmm. done because when they get it wrong and they go too far, and even though I have never had it done, I'm just like, oh, that just. Mm. Yeah. So... But I haven't actually found a good nail place, but now they are open up here. But there's only like two places on Treatwell in the whole of Cardiff, and that's like my go to to you. So I, knew, I do actually need to get out and explore and find where I need to. I need to find like a dentist, a nail person, a hairdresser, all that type of. I know where thing. a health store is, and I know lots of castles, but I don't yeah. know. Yeah. So and I you still don't have the Doctor Who explore. exhibition anymore. I missed it actually. Yeah, because I was it was by the bay where they actually yeah. shot. Yeah, they they have like a wall there because is it the actor that played was from cardiff and they're very proud of that and these his character died so they have like a memorial even though the actor is still alive they have like a memorial wall for his character or was on it cardiff bay it wouldn't it be the, the writer russell t davies is he not no might be i can't i don't know i'm not a doctor <laughs> who i was gonna say doctor foo then i just showed I'm, I'm not a doctor yeah, who unfortunately where the coronavirus came from fuhan um, <laughs> okay so we're not in well. a, a lockdown anymore so that's good at least kind of but i'm still not, i'm not going anywhere yeah does anyone know if numbers are actually coming down in the UK? Are they? I haven't looked recently I to hope so. in the past two weeks. Yeah. I just hope you guys are open again for Christmas, um, like things are back to normal. Otherwise, it's going to be a very, very miserable Christmas locked inside yeah. with a UK winter and not being so good home for Christmas. 
<laughs> human jukebox. I'm stuck. Human jukebox strikes again. Stuck at home for Christmas. Yeah. Literally. Mm. Um, but they've extended furlough until was it March or March? March? Yeah. So this doesn't inspire mm, much confidence, really, say? does it? Yeah, it looks like. What I don't understand is how the UK government. What what was that like? Eat and like go out and eat. Like they were encouraging you people like to, to help. Like yeah. Yeah, but then all the numbers spiked. I'm like, didn't anyone like? Am I missing something? Didn't someone think that through? Like if you encourage everyone to go out and eat in the middle of a pandemic, I, I, the numbers are going to spike. Am I missing something here? Because that doesn't sound like a intelligent decision. I heard a rumor that it's coming back. They eat out and help out or Corona. Yeah, that. Um... Both. <laughs> But what they go hand in hand, literally. I, I, yeah, I understand eat out like helping out the businesses, but yeah. if it's Corona again, then everything is shut down. So, mm-hmm. what I found funny mm-hmm. was the eat out to help out only worked if you actually ate in the restaurant. It didn't work on takeaway. I think they should probably do it the other way round and encourage yeah. to have more money off of takeaways than yeah. eating. Yeah, that was the silliest thing ever. Yeah. Because then you're encouraging more business, but people are staying safe. home still and safe. Yeah. yeah so they'll have to hire a few more delivery people. But other than that, you guys have Uber Eats, right? You've yeah. got Uber Eats. Okay. I don't so, get anything uh, going in Donegal. As I say, we've only just got Uber Eats at one McDonald's and they only deliver in that town. So, like, if you live in any of the villages, you, you don't get it. So, yeah, if you live outside of Whitehaven, you're not getting no McDonald's delivered. <laughs> yeah, okay. when they opened the McDonald's after lockdown, wasn't it the most random McDonald's they reopened? They reopened them in such random areas where no one went to. Yeah. It was like <laughs> yeah. all Peterborough. It was like eight McDonald's. I was going to say they opened loads, didn't they, in one spot? Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand. So Claire doesn't really have Uber Eats. Chloe has nothing. No, nothing. Let's just talk about restaurants. Maybe this will help. Maybe we can give them a shout out. So let's talk about like, think about your favorite restaurants to go to that are somewhere local to you. Like Claire, if you want to dine out, what what what's your favorite sort of local restaurant? Um. Oh, mine would either be the Wild Olive, which is like a little Italian, um, very rustic. You know, pizza oven, really nice. Or maybe a place called Flavor, which is like tapas. Ooh. So they'd be mm. my, yeah. I do like a good tapas. That oh, it's beautiful. It's so good. The only problem is you're like, oh, like, I want that, I want that, I want And then you, you roll out up with everything. <laughs> you always go, oh, it's small bowls, it's fine. But when you have 5,000 small bowls, it still kind of adds mm. up. I've had a tapas for so long. Now I'm hungry. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Italian and tapas, lots of good choices. Chloe, what have you got? Where, where are your favourite restaurants? Um, so locally in Donegal, in the area where I live, there's this beautiful restaurant called the Railway Tavern, and it's gorgeous. It's very old-fashioned, and it's a steakhouse, and it's absolutely beautiful. And they do crispy cabbage, which I absolutely love. Ooh. And, yeah, it's really, really good. And we've also got a little place in Donegal called the Red Door, and they do the most beautiful afternoon tea, but they also do beautiful meals as well, like steaks and everything, really. Um, they're beautiful. And then in my hometown, Derry, Derry is the best place 
for restaurants. Um, we have so many amazing restaurants and they're all very reasonable priced and the portions are great. Um, we've got like Fitzroy's, Key West, um, the Bentley, like there's so many, the City Olive, like I could name off restaurants in Derry all day long because it is the best place for eating. Um, <laughs> it's making me really hungry now. My mouth is yeah. watering. <laughs> <laughs> I have to, th and thank you for not mention mentioning the Chinese restaurant in Derry. I, I was for sure. Oh yeah, the Mandarin <laughs> Palace. I love the Mandarin Palace. It's so nice. That's where I went for my birthday, and I got a little fortune cookie. What was a fortune? <clears throat> I can't remember. <laughs> Help me, I'm in a fortune cookie factory. Or they get the wrong side. I don't know. Do you fortune cookies always have something printed on the other side that says this insert has a protective coating? No, no. So the, the fortune cookies here always have, well, they used to have your fortune on one side and then on the other side it would say this insert has a protective coating. So I would take my Australian friends to, 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 to Chinese restaurants and they would give us fortune cookies. And I'd always see my Australian friends be really confused saying, my fortune says this insert has a protective coating. <laughs> turn it around it now now they print out the lotto numbers on the back which is probably oh, I, I, think, I think that's what i got actually now that i i remember i think that is what i the got the yeah number. i actually took a picture of it but i didn't do anything about it oh you could have been a million yeah, this, this is maybe a sign this is a sign that's been brought maybe up I, you need to find I them i think numbers. i actually have yeah i think find i actually have this is the moment yeah. to put them numbers on i think i can find it <laughs> You've kept, <laughs> You've kept a fortune around for eight months. That's a long time. Um, oh. I, I'm going to go across to Danielle. So, Danielle, you're a bit uh, of a foodie, right? Where, where, um, where are your favourite restaurants? Ooh. So you can are you in Wales at the moment? So forget Wales for a sec. London. It, it, it does up with the oh London. Oh, my gosh. It depends. Literally anything you want, you can <laughs> get. She spelled it. Don't share it. No, no, yeah, you're gonna win it. There is a, there is a spelling mistake on it, and it's funny. <laughs> oh, it's a Chinese. It's Chinese. It has a spelling mistake. Haven't you heard of what Chinglish is? <laughs> Chinglish is that English that you find in Chinese restaurants, especially on their menus. Oh, and there's always I, hilarious spelling mistakes. Yeah, right. So I put it on my Instagram story anyway, back back when I got it. And it said the ultimate test of a relationship is to disagree, but to hold hands, like hold. And I put hold little hands. holes on my hands and then underneath. Yeah. <laughs> my, my brother sent me one that was in English. It was hilarious. Um, Chloe, get on that. You got, but you've got your... Yeah. your the numbers there might as well um danielle sorry yeah. places to eat in london i'll oh. give you the floor for 10 minutes whilst you go on your rant it, it really depends what you fancy there's so much like if you want to go for afternoon <laughs> tea there is thousands of places to go there's the ritz there's sketch there's uh All right, let, let me help you out I guess the one with the toilets that's sketch the one with the yeah. Egg toilets yeah yeah that, that, looks, that looks so cool the they're they're shaped like eggs, and it has like a disco floor, all different coloured tiles. What in the toilets? Um, yeah. There's there's 
the if you put in sketch london on instagram you'll see all the pictures everyone and their dog has had pictures in sketch toilets it's the only <laughs> place where it's socially acceptable to take pictures in the bathroom i would rather go everyone to a restaurant for the good food not because i'm excited to visit the toilet well people do um the ivy is something that's quite sentimental to me that i go to quite a lot there's loads of ivies now i've um recently i saw there's 30 ivies that have now popped up in the uk um yeah. that's confusing yeah we have so, one in dublin as well yeah and there's loads of them now it's really been franchised and it's funny because um my old next door neighbor used to be the head chef at the ivy in uh i think like the original one and i used to be fascinated i was like oh my god what celebrities were in today you know and now it's like this big franchise but that's like holds quite a lot of um sentimental value in my heart but there's there's everything um i know a really great peruvian place um, oh, wow. yeah peruvian food um there's loads of fusion sushi you know there's, there's so much that like, to narrow it down to like a couple of favorites is very difficult. It depends I entirely what you're doing. That's one thing I do like. I, I used to be more of a foodie. Now, obviously, with Corona, it's not really able to happen. But also, eating out, the prices just got a bit stupid mm. here. So in Australia, a lot of the fine dining restaurants like Ramsay, like Blumenthal, they, and Jamie Oliver, in fact, not that that's mm -hmm. really fine dining, um, but they all closed. <laughs> oh, no, I mean, Jamie yeah. Oliver more family right Whereas yeah blumenthal spend like two or three hundred dollars mm. per person for like a 10 course degustation but i love going to to sample cuisines that i've never had so like mm. say peruvian that immediately piques my interest because i did so um, good there was like um israeli food i tried once like there was something like with these dips um lebanese mm -hmm. and it was amazing lebanese is massive in london Way lebanese never never had before um ethiopian food as well is another one that's quite taken off because um it's mainly plant-based and there's a big rise of vegans i think everywhere but particularly in london so ethiopian food is really taken off um there's just so much there's so many brunch places as well like i swear after corona's over and done with all people are going to be doing is those bottomless brunches to make up for lost time socializing um so. What's a bottomless brunch? A bottomless brunch would uh, traditionally happen at the weekend, so usually on a Saturday. <laughs> Chloe's smiling because she's definitely been to a few. Um, you, yeah. You would, you'd, arrive, <laughs> you'd arrive, you know, around between 11 and 1 p.m., uh, 11 a.m. and 1 p.m., and then you would have brunch so you would have like you know avocado toast pancakes sometimes you can have like full-on meals um mm -hmm. i've been to bagatelle which is one of my favorite places um and basically afterwards after you've eaten your food um i've got in the key part you get bottomless prosecco or champagne yes. depends what one you go for and it is or mimosas um, or whatever you select they just keep topping it up and What's as you can imagine it gets pretty crazy and eventually by three o'clock you're all yeah. raving partying yeah. as if you're in a nightclub and uh -huh. it's great because you can go home stumble home at like something like six or seven p.m pass mm -hmm. out and then if you, <laughs> if you don't eat on a sunday 
if you don't on a Sunday, then you you can go to work the next day without having a hangover. Because yeah, you started early. <laughs> yeah. So that's a big thing in London. Mm -hmm. I, See, but no, we call it we call it a bottomless brinner. Brinner. Oh, really? oh like a crunch I'm dinner. winding you up. I'm winding you up. Oh. <laughs> um, I thought that was actual thing then. I'm so I, I, I believed I, it as well. I can see why you um, would call it bottomless, not because the glass is bottomless, but because by the time you've had that much, there's probably a few people who have become bottomless. Um, yeah, I say this because a friend of mine yesterday, I won't disclose her name, she's a real estate agent, and as I said, it was 35 degrees, and she messaged me saying that she had been working at a house, so she was doing what's called a, va a vacation a vacation report, which is you've got to report on the state of the house to make sure the previous tenants have left it in a good nick, right? So okay. she's doing it and there's no one else. There. And also the electricity has been turned off because the, you know, no one's paying the bill anymore. It's really, really hot up on the Gold Coast, which is like Sydney, but really humid. So she just decided to take her shoes off and decided to take her skirt off. I, I don't know why. Basically, She decided to work in her underwear because there's no one else in the house. That's one way to sell a house. <laughs> no one else in the house, right? And then, knock, knock, knock. She goes to enter the door. There's a utility person who's come, I guess, to take the readings from the previous tenant. And she's opened the door and she's just dressed in her underwear. <laughs> and no. she said she, she, she was bottomless. So when you say bottomless, <laughs> brunch, now the, the image I have in my mind. She's a very good-looking girl as well. So I said, well, he must have enjoyed it. Apparently, she just told the story. Um, and then went to get change, and he was just like standing there going, "Yes, it's very hot, isn't it?" I'm just like, oh. and it could only happen to her. Um, but Claire, hang on, just back up for a second. Are you one of those people who confuses lunch and dinner? Is I that, don't confuse it. It's breakfast. Which way is it? Breakfast. Yeah. Dinner. Tea. <gasps> <sighs> no. Dinner and dinner understand. is like, it has to be at least 5 p.m. before you can have dinner. Unless it's no. a Sunday. I'll That's have my dinner at like one or two on a Sunday. What is no, wrong with all you people? Uh, Why do you confuse? Like, there are 5,000 different accents in the UK. For for a, a meal, there are 5,000 different things of calling it. I'm like, oh, I don't. And the different places. Oh, okay. So Claire's a dinner, Chloe's mm. a lunch. Danielle, yeah. which way do you go on this? I'm a lunch. I think we need to get the Queen to come out and you oh, know, well, confirm. she's going to say lunch, isn't she? Southerners. Oh, okay. So it's like a posh thing, is it? And but dinner she, is how the real people it, But then tea should be afternoon tea, which is around about 3 o'clock. But it's afternoon, not 12. After 12, yeah. Isn't tea what you drink, not what you eat? Yeah. Yes. Now you see what people who learn English as a second language just go, boof. I feel sorry for them. Anyway, yeah, we, we, we can have that. We but can some, have that. I know I can understand the confusion because some people call the lunch ladies Dinner ladies. Yeah, I call and them course, dinner ladies. Dinner. Well, there you go, see, so we're right. Dinner, dinner, well, dinner ladies. Thank you. Thank you. What are lunch ladies? But lunch ladies. No, we don't. 
are the ladies that, lunch, that work in the school at lunchtime. No, yeah, that's, that's the dinner lady. That's the dinner lady. Dinner lady. That's, that's a northern thing. Yeah, yeah but I did, I did. the lunch ladies dinner ladies, even though they're serving lunch. Yeah, no, but the dinner, dinner la ladies. The dinner ladies, which no, clears no. up the breakfast dinner tea. They're dinner ladies, even though they're serving lunch. <laughs> no, no, I still call lunch lunch, but I call the dinner ladies dinner ladies. Mm. Oh, you need to I just contradict myself. myself See, I... <laughs> this, this is like when is a chair a chair and when is it a seat? Like, what's the difference? Because you have like a car seat, but not a car chair. Yeah, a chair has legs. And you'll have a high it. chair, but not a high seat. What's it? When's it a chair? When's it a seat? A chair when, when it, it has, has legs. legs. Yeah. yeah and a seat when it doesn't. It's attached when it's more, to something. When it's more so, like. Yeah. So it's your seat on a plane. Ooh. It's your seat on a bus. It's a seat. Yeah, in but a, car. a seat. No, a seat on a plane has legs. <laughs> it's not on the floor. Mm. Not for legs. So it should be a plane chair. No. A plane chair. <laughs> Do you, do you when you say to someone, "Oh, take a seat over there," or do you say, "Take a chair over there"? Pull up there. a chair. Pull up a chair. Take oh, pull a seat. up a chair. Do you guys say a dressing gown or a house coat? Dressing dressing gown. gown. It's a house coat. And we can agree on that and just leave it all there. <laughs> a house coat. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. That makes me think of like a smoking jacket, like a velvet. My house coat. It's my house coat. It's a dairy coat. Just go to get my, my house coat. In my house, yes. Yeah. That <laughs> sounds so posh. No, no, Everything, no. no. Dressing gown. A house coat. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a house coat. A house, a house, a house. I still can't do my coat. It's a coat. I'll wear it in the house. A house coat. <laughs> it's also what you call it when you paint your house a coat of paint, the house coat. Is that when you've been name... learning? So you I've been trying to learn an Irish accent. Hoist, hoist. It's like the Welsh call a microwave. The Welsh call a microwave. Poppity ping, de ping. Poppity ping. <laughs> yeah, my granny calls it a microwave a Mickey wave. A Mickey wave. Yeah. Okay. For, for <laughs> clarification, I speak English. I don't know what these people are speaking. Like, how can we have so many arguments about? Basic, basic things. The other thing that really <laughs> confuses me is the name of English dishes. What is a toad in the hole? And why would I want to eat a toad? And what's it doing in a hole? Yorkshire pudding, sausages. That's all you need to know. A toad in a hole is? It's Yorkshire pudding with sausages in and then so the whole mashing is... gravy. The hole's like the Yorkshire... toad. The little toads are the sausages and the hole's the Yorkshire pudding. Does it just don't look like toads? Why is it called a? They might have been rounder back in the day when it was named. <laughs> they might have been toads back in the day when it... they might have actually put real toads in there. Oh, I can't. And what's that? Knickerbocker glory. What's oh, that? Knickerbocker glory. Ice cream. I thought knickerbockers are like underwear or something. Something like underwear. It's ice cream. Just ice cream. It's a nice like layers. Tire of ice fancy. cream. Oh my god! I've just got really excited. Andrea, a tower of ice cream. Andrea Jabal just shared my story. She won my um. <gasps> yeah, I love her. She's ultimate queen. Oh, nice. Um, she just shared my story and just sent me a message. How sweet! What she said? She Can you see? Um, she said. Oh, I don't know if I'm going to go off. She said. Uh, You'll be fine. She said. 
oh my god i love you and your energy thank you so much and then she shared my story so cute how cute is she so basically she i've been running a style tournament for who wore the best interview outfit for miss usa 2020 and andrea uh who is miss new york usa uh, oh, I love it. her. She's amazing, right? She's her mm-hmm. walk is just next level. Amazing, um, yeah. And she won the style tournament, so I want to get a little award made up for her. Um, and I'm, I want to do a few more style tournaments as well. So I've put a little suggestion box over on my Instagram stories. So if anyone's got any suggestions on what we should do a style oh, tournament on next, Instagram or yours? Yep. Um, the on the pageant stylist Instagram. It's in the stories. Um, and I'm trying to think of like what to do a tournament on yet. Ideally, something where there's not 51 candidates, that would be great because <laughs> it took the longest time to get through it. So maybe You're like- at 5 a.m., stop complaining. You need something to do. <sighs> but we, we got there in the end. So yeah, Andrea won it. Um, so yeah, and she just messaged me back. She's so sweet. Is that up on your story now? It is up on my story now, yes. You can have a look. Um, Let's have a look at the stories. What's happening with the stories? So I'm doing a little review. I've been review. So my TikTok, I'm basically reviewing um, all of the gowns from Miss USA and I'm on Colorado. Amazing. I love that. You look so cute in the videos. (laughs) So in those, um, they're positive reviews. I'm never going to bash anyone's gown because that would just be so mean. Um, So in there, I really uh, highlight parts that I really like and then maybe things that I might do differently from a stylist point of view. Um, And it's all completely personal to me. And a lot of the girls um, that I've already posted, they've been like, thank you so much like for your honesty. I love the review. Um, So it's been nice to have the feedback from the girls as well. And I don't, I'm always so scared in case like I insult anyone because your gown is so personal. It's like, Mm -hmm. that is your moment. You know what I mean? That's a dream. That's everyone's dream moment. So you don't ever want to like be nasty and regardless of your opinion on it, whether you'd wear it or not, but all the gowns were, they're all Sherry Hill couture and custom. So they're all spectacular. Um, But yeah, I'm kind of giving a different insight in how I would style it. So, for example, you just seen Colorado. I would have put her hair up for that look because you can't actually see the straps on the gown. Or I would have put, okay. taken her hair off of her shoulders so you could see more of, like, her clavicle. But I only have 60 seconds to get that all across. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I just said I would put her hair up. Very nice. Yeah. Okay. Glad to hear but- that it's going well. I've bitten off the massive task of reviewing all 51 state gowns. So, you get on it. it. That's why you're waking up at 5 a.m. to review gowns. Yeah. Um, Just to backtrack for a sec, um, people were getting in on the whole argument we were having about how to speak English properly. Um, Jordan Dwyer has here said chairs when it has legs and a seat is in a car on a plane. Uh, she's also said dressing gown, not housecoat. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> has also said dressing gown. Dressing gown. Uh, dressing gown. No one's heard of housecoats. It's literally a dairy thing. Dairy sounds crazy. Oh, here's a good one. Jordan has said, do you call it a remote or a controller 
or remote control? Danielle? A remote. Remote control or remote. Or we call it the flicker in our house. I was going to say, we call what? it the doodah. The doodah. Give us the doodah. <laughs> Isn't doodah just like, we use that for when we don't know what to call it. Isn't that what yeah, a doodah is? Like, yeah, that, that, doodah. Pass the, pass that's, the doodah. that's up there with thingamajig and what's it. Thingamajig, yeah. Yeah. Um, Kirsty has said all of the above or doofer. Oh, the doofer, yeah. <laughs> what's a doofer? I know what a doofer is. Remote. A remote to doofer. Oh. Oh. oh, I've never heard of that one. <laughs> I, English is complicated. What can I, I say? All right. All right. Okay. So let's wrap this up. Um, Claire, what have you got coming up in between now and let's say Christmas? Oh, between now and Christmas, um, not a lot with lockdown, to be honest. Work, um, yeah, I'd, everything pageant-wise is starting next year. So my, I'm booked in for February for training with Beth again. Nice. Um, and I'm waiting to rebook with Charlotte. Um, I could have got in in December with Charlotte, but because it's a bit iffy mm, with whether yeah. lockdown or carry on, I didn't want to you know, so close to Christmas, dedicate that time and then find myself, because I'm just so unorganised, find myself rushed that close to Christmas. So it's going to be a nice chilled run up to Christmas and then all the panic will start after that. When when are you going to find out about um, Galaxy from Holly? Hopefully in the next couple of weeks um, for okay. the first runners up and then it's end of November to, it's like to commemorate the date. It'll be a year until the finals because they're end of November. She's put dates out now. That's exciting. Okay. Exciting. Right. Internationals, Danielle, July, in July, August? Beginning of August. First week of August. of August. Yeah. Okay. All right. Still in Chicago? Still in Chicago. Okay, good. I can get Still getting pizza. that pizza. <laughs> That's what we care about. Jordan has said a doofer. I've never heard of that one. <laughs> <laughs> Neither. I, I haven't either. I don't know what these guys speak. It's it's not what I speak. Let's put it that way. Maybe Australian. Chloe, what have you got coming up in the next week? So I've got um, Miss Universe Ireland plans. We've been doing little tasks and we will be having our final in December as well. So that's exciting. Like the past few weeks have flown by in the blank, blank mm. of an eye. So yeah, that time is approaching and I'm excited mm. and the girls are so sweet and we've been having so much fun in our little group chat as well and yeah we've just been having a great time and we've just been really enjoying this experience so i'm excited to see the next step with that any word on top six when it's being announced no we haven't got word on that yet but i i do believe that we are all going to initially we were all going to um once the top six was announced they were going to post um, like their videos of swimwear and going, but I think we're all going to get that chance to do that now, which is amazing because Good. that's part of the fun and the experience in the pageant is wearing your gown and wearing your swimsuit. So it's a lovely feeling to know that we're all going to experience that feeling. So I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah, 12 is not is not too bad anyway. So mm. might as well all give, give all the girls a chance to, to strut their stuff. Yeah. Uh, Daniel, what have you got coming up over the next week? Um, I have been doing a social media course, so I am looking to complete that. Um, also reviewing rest of the 51 state gowns. <laughs> that might take up a quite 
a large chunk of my week um running getting up at five um that's about it really job searching as well like i don't want to succumb to it but i might have to keep looking out there or i need to book in a few more shoots so i have to rebook shoots um yeah, I, as I told you, I think uh, I applied for a position for the first time ever. Mm. I've never, the very first job I worked out of uni, I did work at a company, it was a nine to five, but I made that position because basically I said, you should hire me because I can do this. And they were like, well, actually, okay. yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> and I did that, I think two or three times where I said, I'll work for free to show you I can, I know what I'm talking about. And then I got hired and then everything else I've done for myself. So I've never actually applied to work. I never applied for a position that exists. So that was a first, and I haven't touched my CV. And put it this way: if it was in paper, it would have had cobwebs on it. It was very, very old. Um, but it doesn't hurt to apply for jobs. I think it. I think it. It's good because it, when you look at your CV, you're like, okay, I need to strengthen this area, or, mm. you know, strengthen that area. So I think. Yeah, I quite like to pick up some like contract work here and there. Maybe I'm definitely still a commitment phobe, so uh, contract work is yeah. good for me right now. Until I find something that I really enjoy, and maybe I might want to stick around in. Yeah. 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 Well, you also don't know like the pageant style is hopefully blows up or something comes from that. So you want to keep your options open. Yeah. Fingers crossed. I need to book fingers in. crossed. Yeah, I'll have to book in for Galaxy, won't I? Absolutely. Now, I've had a lot of interest, which has been amazing. I've had a lot of international interest, which is even more exciting. Um, mm. that I have the potential to be, you know, dressing people in, you know, overseas, America, Asia. So um, I feel Aye. like, especially the Americans, they really value um and invest in pageantry a little bit more in the uk in the uk we're all like we're hustlers over here we're all like trying to get sponsorship left right and center from all sorts of brands like that's just how we roll but in america it's been going on for a while and people really see the value in it so um yeah hopefully people see the value in what, in, uh, what i'm putting out there um and trusting me to help so fingers crossed it does blow up and then also i need to focus on my photography side as well so Hence, I don't want too much commitment because I want to be a little bit more flexible for that. Yeah, there's um, you've got a few things going on, but that's all good. Being multi-passionate, um, I just want to quickly show you. I'll get Daniel to, to weigh in on this. This is Savannah, who won recently Teen Universe GA, uh, Teen Universe USA, who I've interviewed. Wow. What do you think of that? The outfit. I can't really, I can't really see her up close yeah it's is it small on your screen is it yeah but she looks stunning she always does like her the evening girl, the, gown was phenomenal phenomenal what i did say though i know she's going for a teen title i thought the dress was a little bit more mixed bit, yeah but but she can pull it off because she has just a smile that lights up the room and such an innocent aura about her as well like mm -hmm. she has like a youthful aura um that she can pull off one of those like a red gown with a high slit she can still pull that off and still look like a teen because of her aura um but i thought she looked phenomenal she always does like i've been a big fan of her since she was miss georgia teen usa 
Um, and I was rooting for a, for Miss Teen USA. I think if you go through my Facebook back to like, was it 2008 or 2007? I'm all like, crown the peach, crown the peach. <laughs> Georgia peach. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I've been a big fan of her style. And I've watched her style journey through pageantry as well. So she's never put a foot out of place, that girl. Yeah, there's some people who just know exactly how to dress. And she actually has her own boutique as well. I don't know how much time she'll have to put into it, but she has a few sort of more casual pieces that she's selling. And she said she'd ship them, she can ship them internationally. So if anyone Amazing. wants wow. to get one of her pieces, then I think it's Miles of Styles, I think on Instagram, Miles of Styles. Shop Miles of Styles. Um, a bit of play on words. But um, yeah, she's, she's off to Nicaragua. Oh, wow. About for the internationals of um, Teen Universe. So, uh, and I think that for her, I mean, obviously this is a big title, but I think that's probably just a stepping stone to something even bigger. She's, she's doing amazingly well. But to your point, Danielle, yeah, the Americans are willing to invest in pageantry probably more so than anyone else um, because mm. for them it's a, it's a legitimate business. And if you win a big title, you become a genuine celebrity. Like Savannah, the first time I interviewed her, she said she would go out to dinner and she'd have like two, three, five, ten people all come up to her just during dinner know who she was which yeah, i've not seen that happen in any uh, any other country um even with big title holders so that's what it's like in the u.s yeah. and um, so it doesn't surprise I remember, I remember marissa um you've interviewed marissa marissa butler she's a current um miss main earth usa but she was a former miss main usa and she messaged me once she's like i managed to get a meal for free she she went out and ate out with her mom, and someone uh, the I think the the person that was serving her recognised her, um, mm. and they managed to write off her bill. And I was like, wow. "Damn, girl, getting free dinners." <laughs> She's another one whose sense of style is just phenomenal. She's fab, yeah. And she's a really good person to interview as well. I have to try and get the podcast. Um, She's a busy, a busy woman to lock down. Anyway, rather than fangirling over people's whose um, sense of fashion is amazing, let's <laughs> hold it there. Um, for myself, I have so we'll have um, Megan Kenny on next week from Kiwi Land, um, who Chloe knows that I've interviewed, and she's been. I can't remember which one she's been. She's been with Grand. She's been inter Intercontinental, and she's run some pageants as well. Um, I interviewed her, and we talked about things that probably, in retrospect, we shouldn't have talked about because we talked mm. about politics and we talked about some of the stuff I don't like about certain systems, but that's what Meg does to you. <laughs> so I <have> to <laughs> her best behavior for next week. And then on Sunday, this Sunday, speaking of New York, I've got an interview with Miss Teen New York Earth, um, Kelsey Sabawa. Sunday, my time, it'll be Saturday, your guys' time. Uh, so that's what's coming up for me for this week. Uh, let's hold it there. Claire, thank you so much for joining us. This Thank you. Oh, I think it's she's frozen. She's breaking yeah. up. This oh. is a signal that we should, we've been talking for too long. Hi. Claire, can you hear? <laughs> Claire, you there? Oh. Oh, well. We've lost Claire. We can see her, but she can't hear us. So, uh, well, oh. <laughs> speak of the devil. Bye. <laughs> okay. Um, now it's just the, the fun house, the madhouse. So, Chloe and Danielle. <laughs> Thank you for your time. Always Thank a pleasure, you, never a chore. <laughs>
Are you sure? Are you sure? <laughs> I was going to say the feeling is mutual. Then I thought, actually, I shouldn't speak lies. Uh, <laughs> oh, so you don't enjoy being on with us on a Monday night then? Stay on. I need to ask you about the Velcro thing. Don't go anywhere. But guys, <laughs> if you come home, we will see you next week. Hey, it's Adrian again. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Remember to head up to pageantlaunch.com to join the launch team for our pageant review site. All you have to do is enter your email address. It's completely free. And if you enjoyed this episode, make sure to share it with your friends and follow us on all our socials. Thanks, and see you next time.